challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, it's great to have you here at the Great Man Podcast. And I want to say quickly, we got a lot of construction going around our studios here in Nashville, Tennessee. So forgive us the noise. It's not happening from within the studio. It's happening from outside where there is just construction everywhere in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. So, hey, we're glad for the advancement. We're glad for the growth. But uh, it means a little bit of noise. Hope it doesn't bother you. It certainly doesn't bother us. I want to challenge you in this podcast, I'm going to issue to you four challenges for these next months. I'm recording this on April 1st, 2019. It's not quite spring yet, you know, in terms of the weather and and everybody being out of school and what have you. But I want to challenge this today, right now at the beginning of April, because your summer is going to start taking off. You'll have vacations, you'll have plans, you'll have things you'll be doing, you'll be enjoying the weather. And I believe this is a great time to challenge you with four specific challenges. So here we go. Number one, I want to ask you to challenge yourself between now and sometime you designate this fall to break through some difficult physical barrier. I believe that men should always have a physical challenge in front of them. They should always be pressing against something. They should be working to bench press more or working to walk further, run further, uh, dive from a greater height, uh, do a different kind of parachute jump, whatever it might be in your life. Improve your golf game, uh, improve your racquetball game, but but in some specific measurable way. And, and I would prefer, frankly, that it not just be about a game uh, or or some kind of a sport, but it'd be about some kind of specific physical performance that you alone do. Uh, like I'm going to bench press 350 between now and September 1, or or I'm going to hike 25 miles, or um, whatever it might be. I'm, I'm going to make sure that by the end of the year, I can do 50 push-ups at one time, or I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have four exercises uh, that I'm going to be able to break through to new records. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plank for 90 uh, seconds uh, and, and, you know, a minute and a half or, or whatever your goal is, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break some kind of a record. I want you to set it now. I want you to set your deadline, and I want you to write it down and tell somebody about it. Every man all the time needs to have a physical goal they're pursuing. Now it can be weight loss. Uh, it can be, I want to look better. It can be, I want larger, you know, biceps, but I would prefer, I'm just recommending to you that you make it a specific one man personal performance thing. How far you walk, how much you lift, something like that. Something that's actually measurable. So it's, there's no fudging and there's no question about it. If you start now and you go through April and over the summer, you've got five, maybe six months before you get into the fall and it's busyness uh, where you can do something. In fact, if you'll just set, uh, you know, Labor Day, uh, you know, early, early Memorial, uh, I'm sorry, not Memorial Day, but, uh, but early September, you know, you've got what, four or five months here where you can do something and, and devoting yourself to a goal during that time would produce great goals, uh, great success. So number one, set a specific, challenging, but achievable physical goal. Okay. Shouldn't be too hard. Number two, I want you to choose one good book 
on noble manhood and read it. Now, that may sound self-serving since, of course, I'm an author, but I think most guys get the information that they get about manhood from podcasts and from each other and maybe from the occasional video series. And that's if they're you know feeding their souls at all. But I'm asking you to read one good book. I'm not even going to mention any. Go on Amazon, look up uh, books for men, books about men, Christian books about men, Jewish books about men, whatever it is you want. Um, but find a good book, a book you haven't read, uh, a book that'll challenge you. Yeah, it can be one of mine. It can be John Eldridge. It can be Robert Bly. There are lots of people. Um, it, it can be Jordan Peterson. There are all kinds of people that you can uh, lean to. But read one good book that is specifically about men. And don't make it a little tiny one. I've got little tiny ones too, like, you know, 80 pages, building your band as brothers. I want you to do more than that. Uh, I want you to read something big and bold. There are big, bold, hardbacks you can get, but do what you want. Read it, read it digitally, read it in paper. I don't care, but I want you to read one good book. Read it all the way through, mark it up, digest it, whatever, however else you feed. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast, so that's something you use. Uh, maybe you get uh, email blasts from Art of Manliness and other organizations. Great, I'm thrilled for all of it, but I want you to read one good book sitting on your dock, in your backyard, in the shade of a tree, on the beach, whatever you do, uh, just read one good book in the next four or five months. You set the deadline up to you. Number three, this is a little bit more difficult, a little bit weirder. I want you, I hope you have a band of brothers. I hope you have a group of men you're doing noble manhood with and you meet with them regularly and they speak into your life. But if you have that, great. If you don't, go find two or three men, preferably older or people who know you, people who are good men, and ask them what they see in your life that you can improve to be a good man. All right, now that's not, that doesn't have to embarrass you. Sit down with a guy and say, look, I admire who you are, man. I, I see you. You're a good husband, good father. You're doing great stuff. You've known me for a lot of years. I'm kind of, you know, you can even blame it on me. This guy, Stephen Mansfield, making me go talk to somebody to find out uh, what I can improve. Tell me what you see in my life. Tell me anything you see that I can, that I can do differently. Tell me what I don't know about myself uh, to become a better man. You, you might be shocked, but really tell them to say anything. It might be manners. It might be the way that you, you chew your food. It, it, it might be that... I don't know. It might be your grammar. It might be the way you dress. It might be what they see that you're different with your daughter than you are with your son. It might be, who knows what it is. Um, you know, I, I, I see it be rather kind of harsh with your wife in public or, I mean, who knows? It, it could be anything. That's the whole idea is that we can't sit here and anticipate it. But I want you to talk to at least two men, you can do it together, who know you and are good men and can speak to you about principles, that can speak to you about practices. You know, in other words, they they aren't just saying, well, I love you and that's all there is to it. But they're saying, hey, yeah, I've been, th- I, you know, now that you mention it, there's some stuff I, I think you would benefit from. And they can say it gently and maybe even help you with it. All right. I know that's a little hard because that's getting over some fear and it's getting over maybe some social clumsiness you might feel, but do it. Go talk to someone who knows you and has a handle on at least some aspects of being a good and a noble man and ask them for feedback. Ask them for input. Uh, Ask them to tell you what it is. In fact, I want to tell you that this really is a discipline of life. This is really something uh, that we ought to be doing all the time. This is something that this, this prompting feedback, pushing feedback, uh, this is something that, that you constantly ought to be about as a man because it's part of how a man grows. And the fourth thing is this. The fourth thing I want you to do, and I'm hoping it becomes a long-term habit, but, but I want you to especially do it, let's say, between now and September 1st, okay? 
I want you to find some time. I call it the control room. You may have heard me use that phrase before, but I want you to find some time in every few days. It doesn't have to be every day, but every few days, I want you to find some time from which to view yourself as a man. Think about who you are. Think about how you live and reflect a little bit and make decisions. I'm convinced that in our generation, most men move too fast. Most men never have any time alone. Uh, if they're in their car, they got some radio show playing or music, or they've got a buddy there and they're always talking and that's fine. I love that kind of connection. Um, but if that's all you've ever got is in your car or on the crew or at lunch with a bunch of guys, and then you go home and you got those duties and you're never alone, then you never take a moment to view your life. I believe that every man needs to have just a little bit of time every day or two that I call the control room. It's where you sit quietly. You can sit on your back porch you can go for a walk. You can sit in a parking lot in your truck. I mean, I don't recommend that, frankly, because that's that sometimes gets weird. Um, and, you know, we don't need too much unaccountable time out, out in the world. But but I'm, I'm saying just say to your wife, you know, Mansfield challenged me to do this thing. I know I need to do it anyway. Every evening before we hit the sack, I, I think I'd like to go sit on the back porch, maybe sip something good. And just uh, and just just think a little bit, maybe about 15, 20 minutes. If we, if we could just if you could help me with that time. I'm not wanting to pull away from you. Kids, maybe you're already in bed or, you know, whatever. Maybe you got roommates. Maybe you're in college. You can figure something out. But but do something. Go for a walk, uh, head up to the gym, just some time for you to think. I'm hoping you won't do anything. I'm hoping you'll just sit somewhere quiet under a tree, on a rock, on a hill, on the back porch, on the roof, wherever, and just just ponder for about 15, 20 minutes. Now, if you can do it every day and you've got that kind of discipline, great. Most men don't need that kind of control room time. They just need, you know, 15, I'll say 15 to 30 minutes every other day or so, just to ponder, just to think, just to reflect on what they're reading, just to reflect on any feedback they've gotten, just to take stock. Three times a week, 30 minutes it's or so, 15 to 30 minutes would be fantastic. It's far more than most men have. I don't care what time of day it is. I don't care uh, who knows about it. Um, I, I, I prefer personally to do it in, in connection with my wife just so she knows where I am. So sitting on a balcony or sitting on the roof of our building in downtown D.C. Um, and, and Nashville, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's what's best for me. But I want you to find that time. Find the control room. Find that moment. Now, let me just tell you quickly that I'm doing all of these things. Uh, number one, uh, my goal by the end of the year is to walk 50 miles in one day. Now I work out all the time. I lift weights, uh, I cycle, uh, but I am, I'm having to learn painfully that hiking, long-term hiking like that stresses your knees, your muscles, your feet in ways that I hadn't frankly anticipated. It's been a lot of years since I've done really long hiking. And so I'm having to condition my body, not so much for the cardiovascular of a long walk, but just for the wear and tear. So I think I can do it by the end of the year, but that's my goal. Art of Manliness kind of issued a 50 mile in a day challenge, and I'm taking them up on it. So that's my, I'm going to uh, read again. I've only read portions of it. I haven't read it all, way, all the way through, but Iron John by Robert Bly. I'm going to read Iron John by Robert Bly. I've read portions of it just to check out some things people quoted. Um, I've heard him speak. I haven't actually ever read the book all the way through. Um, and his approach is different from mine, but uh, he's a bit more a philosopher, a bit more secular, 
but uh, it's, it's so much referred to that I need to read the whole book all the way through, and I'm looking forward to doing it. I am going to ask some guys to speak into my life, and I'm pretty good on the control room thing already, uh, but I'm going to make sure that I, I dis- deepen that discipline, maybe add some time to it, and to get a little bit more structured about journaling that time. All right. I'm issuing this challenge because I want you to be a good man. And one of the things men have to do is get ahead of certain seasons of time and uh, not control them entirely. We can't control every minute of our lives, nor should we. We should be available to other people and flexible enough to respond to them. But what we should do is we should look at our seasons of time and say, there are certain things I want to accomplish during this time. And to the extent I'm in control, I'm going to achieve these goals. Write these things down. Share them with a friend, be accountable, do all four. These are not hard, and I'm not saying that you've got to set a physical goal, you know, of like swimming across the ocean or something, but do something that challenges you. Let's become better men together. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 